everybody and welcome to Glitch Free Gaming episode 190. Holy hell. Getting there. Getting close. I always said, if you go back to the first episode, I said we'll retire at 200. That's what I said and we're going to get there. Oh, we're going to get to 200. We're going to do that before Christmas. But then if we retire here, there'll be no game of the year. That's true, we can't do that. And that's I mean, your favourite you know, favorite time of year. The way that it's lining up, we will not hit to wait we'll hit 200 before game well, of the we year get 200 before game of the year well fuck all right yeah you're right no we can't do that <laughs> no we can't it's fine anyway also i don't think i said that in the first episode and if i did no one can check because you can't blame those episodes <laughs> yeah pretty you much. might have them on a hard drive somewhere i'm pretty sure i have them backed up somewhere yeah actually no i don't think i have anything before episode 15 where we join camden tom Oh yeah, that was, that was you know that's that that was the real start of the. You know. Yeah, I I can take us back to episode fifteen. Take us back to time, and we're going to just play clips of that now for this episode. So, you yep. guys sit back and enjoy, uh, and we'll be back next week. I'm going to play more cartoon PUBG. <laughs> Should we just start off with that then? <laughs> yeah, because um, both of us have been playing it, and it's the only thing I've played this week. So. In case you didn't know, I'm Paul, and I am joined, as always, by Kieran, and it is just the two of us this evening. No Mike, who needs him? No, no. I mean, us, but other than us. Yeah, yeah, there's us, there's just me and you. But yeah, I've, um, so, Fortnite Battle Royale, or as we're calling it, Cartoon <laughs> PUBG, um, came out this week, and it released, was it Tuesday? So, yeah, it was the so it was the twenty sixth, right? Twenty sixth. Yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah, and although there's a lot of controversy surrounding it, which we might cover later on. Oh yeah, we will definitely. Let's talk about the game in itself. So you've been playing on PC, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I've only played a couple matches on PC. I downloaded it on PS4 as well, and I'm going to join you guys on PS4 because okay, good because we it's where it's where people are. So yeah, no, we we do have a, a kind of large group playing. Um, instead of playing solo, we're playing teams. We're playing squads, which has been rather fun. Uh, but if, would you like to tell us about the PC version before I go into depth about the PS4 version? Uh, sure. Um, so, actually, first, have you played regular Fortnite before? No, yeah, I... Me neither, so <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I actually really, really kind of want to, this but I wasn't willing to... I, I wasn't willing to pay for it when it's going to be free next year. Yeah. And I think they've entirely done themselves out of anyone paying for a Founders Pack anymore because the game mode's pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I downloaded it on PC just because I was, you know, wanting to play it on, see how it looks on PC. Yep. Um, it's really pretty, runs real good on my computer, and so I was like, okay, I'll just jump online, play a couple of matches, and uh, the way this game works for people who don't know who haven't played like player unknowns battlegrounds because this is. A, direct rip of it oh yeah it's a, um, it's, it is a clone if there ever was one. Oh yeah definitely um but i mean whatever like everyone's gonna be doing it soon player on like battlegrounds has sold so much at this point that there's no way that you know all the big developers are gonna be like oh yeah we're just not gonna we won't do that 
Who yeah, knows? we're not we're not gonna try and like get in a little bit of this cash grab. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, if they if Ubisoft do a sequel to the Division and it doesn't have a mode like this in it, yeah. I will be shocked. Yes. You know that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so it's a game where it's a multiplayer game where a hundred players join a server and they're all placed in a in battlegrounds it's a plane and fortnite it's like a flying <laughs> boss with rockets it's to it. it's it's a boss that is a hot air balloon that yeah. has thruster rockets <laughs> exactly um and it flies like in a straight line like a diagonal line over an island and you jump out and scavenge items and weapons and then a storm comes and there's a circle on the map and if you're outside of the circle of the map when a certain time hits then the storm starts coming in and you will get, you'll take a bunch of damage and eventually die. Yeah, yeah. Forces everyone into an effective small, tiny end zone yeah. like to kill each other. An increasingly smaller circle until yeah. The, I I tried to explain it to my fiance last night, and the way she kind of said it and it kind of clicked with me and made sense is, oh, so like the second Hunger Games. I mean, yes, Hunger Games was also. It's more. It's there's a reason why this is called Fortnite Battle Royale. It is. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. it's it's very like battle royale. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, you know, again, Hunger Games was also a very, you know, it was a clone. Colonial version of battle royale. Yes. Bad one. I really like the books. I, and the I never and the films. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, everyone is entitled to like those movies, even if I don't. Uh, although if you yes. disagree with me, you're wrong. Yes. Yeah, you're entitled to be wrong, Kieran. That's okay. People, everyone is entitled to be wrong. Um, yeah, so this this Fortnite one is, is a weird one, given that Fortnite isn't out. Yes. Uh, yeah. Fortnite is eventually supposed to go free to play, but for now you can download this one mode to play for free. Yeah. Yep. Weird. But it's really good. So I picked it up on PC and I jumped into my first match where I. You know, jumped out, saw a bunch of other people jumping out, and was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna turn and go this other direction and scavenge stuff on my own." Did all yeah. right. Got like a shotgun, got a couple of assault rifle or an assault rifle, and you know, some ammo and stuff. I didn't find any healing. It was my first time, which I think was my real downfall, because yeah. I encountered someone, managed to kill them, and then I was scavenging stuff in like a petrol station, and yes. I fucked up because i i made stairs so the, it was weird my first kill was actually also in that petrol station so like i made stairs because you can build stuff in this which is what comes from the fortnite part of it yeah um, yep. so i built stairs with some wood that i scavenged up onto the roof because i knew there was someone on the roof of the petrol station so like i snuck up behind them with these stairs went up smashed them in the head took their stuff was pretty happy about that went downstairs, started looting the inside of the petrol station, walked out, and someone climbed up my stairs and was on the and roof shooting down at me. And it's like, God damn it. I if you build stuff, you always destroy yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I learned from that first match was, oh, I, you can't just leave things there because no. other people are using them. Yeah. Um, yeah. My second match went a lot better. I murdered uh, like, it was least three or four people maybe five yeah um because i kind of 
I started in an area where there was no people, or maybe like one person, um, and got some decent weapons and some, some decent loot and stuff like that. And then I started moving down into an area that was kind of like a, a kind of campground kind of thing, and it had like a little kind of watchtower on it. Yep, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, so I killed like two people there, then climbed up the watchtower, killed someone else up there, then went down, and there's like a kind of forested area around that. Um, yeah, I haven't spent much time in that forest area, but yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking so about. I, I just ran through it just because there was the, the circle was getting smaller. So I ran through it, and uh, so I guess I killed one person, went up to her, killed another person, and then third person was someone who was running through that forest. So we were yes. Kind of shooting, they were kind of both like popping out from behind trees and shooting at each other. And then. Yep. Another guy came in running in from the circle and started shooting at the other guy because he didn't see me. So he saw this other guy ducking behind trees trying to shoot me. Those guys shot each other. I stuck up behind because now he was distracted and gunned them both down <laughs> and then ran off. And I was like, yay, got all these kills, got all these fucking good guns because they had some good guns. Uh, and that went really well for me and I got overconfident and I was like, Oh man, I see this other guy running in front of me. He's not seen me yet. I can totally just chase him into this little hut that he's going into, and I'll definitely be able to kill him. And I ran into that little hut, and, and he was he waiting had to a kill shotgun. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't know if he was even waiting to kill me, but I think like he had a shotgun, so he didn't need to be waiting. He just one shot me. Um, yes, I will say that not maybe not the um normal shotgun but the auto shotgun in the game needs nerfed like badly um it it needs nerfed to the point where i was sniping people with the auto shotgun last night i mean it was it was um yeah well it was for me i'm enjoying it i'm gonna play more of it um i don't like it's that weird thing where it's kind of shitty for you know Epic to do this, for reasons that we'll probably get into a little bit later. But yeah, you know, it's also a case where I wanted to play Unknown's Battlegrounds anyway. I I couldn't wait for PUBG to come out on console, and I would have spent money on it. So I fully intended to buy it on PC, just because you know whatever I like playing first person or third person shooters on PC, and. The only reason that I didn't buy it was just money, so I hadn't bought it. So, you know, Epic coming out and going, oh, by the way, here's a free version of that game we ripped off, which is kind of dodgy, but, you know. Yeah, okay. yeah. Is one of those things I mean, where it's like, uh, all right. In reality, I don't think I'll now buy the PUBG when it comes to, to PlayStation 4. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Uh-huh. Like, it still seems like it's probably the better version of the game. Oh yeah, no one's like, no one's the saying thing, the, thing, the thing about the Fortnite one to me is that I don't think the shooting's very good. Like it's okay. Um, um but I think it's, it's actually pretty decent on PS4. I think I mean it's okay. It's not like it's not like bad or anything. It's just it. You can tell that the shooting comes from a thing that was not designed for people to be shooting each other. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, um, like from... Fortnite is a. You know, it's a wave-based survival game, and it feels like it. Like it feels like that is what this is from. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've been playing with uh, Dave, friend of the show, David, um, and he's he's been playing PUBG on PC as well. 
Uh, and he says that it's easier to play this because there's no such thing as like uh, wind trajectory and bullet drop and all the stuff that's actually in yeah. Player yeah, Unknown. Yeah, definitely is easier. I would not, agree, uh, not disagree with that. Um, yeah, I know, it's weird. It's a weird situation. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm really enjoying it. As I said, we've been I've been playing with some of the guys from the the website, uh, Tam and Dave, the last couple of nights, and it's just actually been really fun. We've been squatting up. Um, I think the best I've ever achieved on solo is last eighteen. Um, and I'll be honest, that was performing a. Oh hey, here's a lovely little cave. I'm gonna hide in here with. <laughs> oh, oh crap! Oh crap! This chest in here has a sniper rifle in it, and loads of ammo. Oh yeah, cool. Uh, and then got like five kills just sitting at the mouth of the cave sniping people and then ducking back in the cave if I missed until they were gone because they couldn't figure out where it came from. Yeah. It's, but it's neat. Um, it's I'm looking forward to playing it squatted up because I've not done that yet. I've only played it's before. really fun. Uh, getting a voice. Can, if you get voice chat on the go party chat on PS4 and you squad up with a couple of people... It's really good. Um, me, Tam, and Dave got down to the last nine on the map last night. Uh, Dave had been killed very early on, but what he was doing was he was spectating. And he, when you die and you're in a squad, it spectates one of the people in your squad. Yeah. So he was able to he was able to watch from a different angle and catch people that we wouldn't have seen because we were facing the opposite direction. Yeah. Um, and tell us, hey, there's someone behind you. It's kind of weird unless you do that. Um, player, um, Battlegrounds doesn't let you do that. Battlegrounds locks you to what the person that you're spectating can see, which is a bit fairer. Uh, yeah, a bit fairer, but telling you right now, it's very helpful that <laughs> Battle Royale lets you do it. Yeah. So, yeah, we got down to the last nine, and then we were hiding in a small forest that was in the middle of the last circle. And I thought, right, there's two guys. I'm going to pop out. Uh, I've got my shotgun. I'm going to shoot in the face. Uh, and they were acting as a lure for their pal of snipers. <laughs> I've definitely seen that. Like, uh, I saw some people seem to just leave, like, you know, purple loot and stuff like that lying out because they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. This is gonna, like, this is, ta- someone will come to that. Tactically, like you can drop loot and stuff, and it does actually work. I've seen it work. Um, but yeah, no, it's a really fun game, and I, I'm looking forward to playing a lot more of it. With, I mean, it's it's okay solo. The best I've done is last eighteen solo, but I usually die fairly early on solo play. Really enjoying its team play. Um, a couple of the guys that are playing Destiny Two have switched over to playing this, uh, and I mean, there's yeah. They've switched over to playing this, and since I don't have Destiny 2, it's nice to be in that kind of team again. And I think that might be a main reason why I'm enjoying it. I don't know if I'd enjoy Player Unknown as much, because I don't know if you can squad up in that. Yeah, you can. Oh, you can? Okay, well. In which case, I probably would enjoy that as well, just for well, the... I do, think, uh, I do think that this is definitely more accessible. Like uh, like you said earlier, the Player Unknown's Battlegrounds stuff originates. Like, it, it, it's ancestry its dna comes from arma arma yeah it's not which running is... on the arma engine it runs on unreal engine 4 which is yeah the part of why it's really fucked up that epic copied it um, yes but it's one of those things where 
it still seems. I mean, again, I've not actually played. I've just watched a bunch of it because it's a really fun game to watch. Yeah, I. I've, I mean, I've watched a bunch of PUBG as well. Yeah, uh, and it, it's one of those things where you you watch it and you go, "This is a bit more hardcore shooting." It's not as bad. Arm is a good game, but it's not as difficult to get into as Arma from the looks of it. It's not as no, super simulation heavy, but it's definitely a bit more hardcore than cartoony people shooting each other. But also you definitely can't what I'd say. It, so fuck, f- fuck the Fortnite one. I mean, come on. Yeah, definitely what I'd say is if you're not into like hardcore military style shooters, then but you you still like you know teaming up with your friends and shooting some stuff and that kind of thing. Definitely pick up. Fortnite and don't yeah. pick up PUBG. Yeah, it seems like a good accessible version of that. And maybe at some point we'll play enough Fortnite that we'll be like, we want to switch you know, over. Yeah, we want to like make the step up to the the big leagues and you know pick up PUBG. Yeah, I mean PUBG's already had tournaments and stuff for esports things. Yeah. Fortnite or not, that won't happen. Uh, I don't know. Epic are putting a lot of money into Fortnite. I mean, it's been development for the better part of a century at this point, so. You know, I mean, well, if they're willing to fling some money behind it, Epic do still. Actually, they don't, but they did support the um, Gears of War multiplayer esport very heavily. I imagine they probably still do. I mean, Gears of War Four came out what last year, or the year before. Yeah, and I mean, there's still there's still tournaments for Gears of War Four. So, and that game's looking good. I know. I mean. But anyway, getting off of cartoon PUBG, yeah, you've been playing a lot of things on the cartoon-friendly console known as the Nintendo Switch. Wow, 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 wow! Uh, to be fair, almost everything I've been playing is pretty cartoony. Um, Why do you think I said that? Yeah. Is there any in particular you'd like to hear about first? I, I'd really like to hear about Dragon Ball first. Oh but man! Let's go for Steam World Dig Two. All right, okay, that's probably the better <laughs> game. To be fair. Uh, Steam World Dig Two. I didn't super. I didn't like really get into Steam World Dig to start with, like the first one. I was not interested in the slightest. Uh, I enjoyed it. I just didn't stick with it. Um, I kind of played some of it and liked the core mechanics of it, but then just didn't. I didn't find it like it didn't hold me for the whole game. Uh, I bought. SteamWorld Dig 2 on Thursday when it came out and then finished it on Monday because I played it all weekend. Um, which yeah, I, didn't, I didn't expect to that's, do. That's pretty pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, it's a long game as well. It's not it's relatively long for a 2D platform. It's like, you know, probably 10 hours or so. Um, yeah, yeah really cool so it's like a a metroidvania platformer where you're uh you have the ability to dig things kind of dig dog style yes yeah which is a cool mechanic so you're digging down as you dig through things you'll get resources you use those resources to then uh buy upgrades so that you can like mine through harder rock faster or you can take more damage and there's a lot of combat and stuff like that and platforming puzzles there's a lot of little kind of chambers that you can go into you can dig into that have like a bunch of platforming puzzles in them okay and there's also like a surprisingly good story in it as well which you know i didn't expect like the reason i kept playing it was because i wanted to see where the story went i wanted to see how it ended nice uh, nice which is yeah not something i expected um 
they did a good job. Like I like those. I like the idea of those games. Um, for the most part, like I, like I said, I played Steam World Dig and enjoyed it, but didn't stick with it. Yeah. Uh, I really like Steam World Heist, probably more Good. than Dig. Yeah, you did like um, that quite a lot. Yeah, which I I hope they make a sequel to that at some point. Like the way that weird enough, the way that Steam World Dig Two ends leaves it open to some kind of sequel connecting it to Steam World Heist, which is not what I was expecting from that game. And it, okay, it, that's a little weird, but okay. Yeah. Um. But it, it's it's cool. Um, I definitely recommend it. I picked it up on Switch. I think it's out on, uh, it's on, on PC. I don't know if it's out on anything else except for Switch, though, and PC. I mean, there's a lot of, like, cool indie stuff coming to Switch, so. Like, I went on to the eShop earlier today to buy Picross, and literally, like, nine games come out, came out on Switch today. Yeah, I know. I, I don't even want to look because I don't want to spend money. A lot of them are really good. Like, Golf Story came out. That game's supposed to be fucking fantastic. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, that, uh, oh, fuck, what's it called? Uh, the Pokemon fighting game came out today as well. Uh, Pokken. Yep, Pokken yeah. came out today. Uh, yeah, and uh, Pankapu, which is like a indie, it was a Kickstarter, it's like an indie platformer. Uh, that came out, that's supposed to be really good. Uh, Conga Master Party, I've heard about that, i heard that's okay. Ah uh, yeah, I'd... <laughs> the man that could tell us a lot about it isn't here this evening. I know, it's a shame. But yeah, like seriously, like actually, more than nine games came out on the Switch today, and most of them seem to be pretty good. I've so, heard like... if you're looking for a good game on the Switch, Conga Master Party might be a game to go pick up. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that as well. I've also heard Pitcross. Kieran has a small obsession with Pitcross. Pitcross is great. One of the best indie game series. Um, yeah. So, Team World Dig Two. Like the the Switch has no, you know, has no lack of indie platformers on it, but this yeah. is one that's worth playing. It's you know, it's a really really good one. So yeah, it's uh, fair enough. So, so about the Dragon Ball Zeniverse. Dragon Ball Zeniverse Two. So this came out on the PS4, PC, Xbox One, stuff like that last year. Everything. Alright, yeah. this is the one that came out last year? This okay. is the one that came out last year. Uh, which, it was a good game, didn't really come up in like our discussions too much, like I mentioned when I was playing it, uh, yep, didn't yep. talk about it too much, didn't bring up a game of the year that much, because the main thing being it's not a massive change from the first game, it's a yeah. better game, like uh, it's a lot better than the original game, like they fixed all the fighting, um, the main issue with Dragon Ball Zeniverse 1 was that a lot of the enemies had a thing called super armor, which meant they just didn't react to your attacks until you took off a certain amount of their health. Yes. And that was bad. Like, it's just not fun. Um, they got rid of that, like, entirely. That concept just isn't in Xenoverse 2. Uh, enemies always react to your punches, so it's a bit more fighting gamey. Yeah. And it's really good. So, I played a lot of that last year, um, and the only reason I didn't really talk about it too much was just, again, you know, it's not that different from the first one which yeah. I talked about a lot of at the time uh, the Switch version is a port of that game and it's weird so I picked it up because I really like that game and playing it portably sounded like a cool idea so I bought it yeah. 
I bought all the DLC again, even though I bought that one. Which is one of the first weird things about it is it doesn't come with all the DLC, which you'd kind of expect from a port coming out a year after. Yeah, the port coming out a year later, you'd think Game of the Year edition style get all the stuff with it. Exactly. But the thing it does do is it has um, it has a thing called the uh, legendary mode, which is okay. just which is just all of the missions from the first universe game in it. So the entire story mode from the first universe is in there as well now, which is okay. That's pretty good. I mean, that's, nice that's some value for your money, right? Yeah, and that's free for the next month. Okay. Uh, actually, I don't even know if it's for the next month. It might just be till the end of this month. Oh, okay. So by the time the podcast goes up, it may actually already be. You might not be able to get it. Um, worth checking for people. If you can still get it for free, that's a nice thing. Although the Xenoverse 2 campaign is a lot better than the first one. But it's still, yeah. you know, it's more stuff. Uh, it'll help you level up faster, which is... That game is, you know, the kind of loot grindy RPG thing where you're... You know, leveling up your character, you're unlocking costumes and uh, attacks and stuff like that. Uh, and it's not super grindy like the first one was. It's They made it pretty easy to get everything. And it's just fun. And there's a crap load of content in it. And it's definitely, you know, like a really fully featured game. So, the Switch version... Cool. Cool. But yeah, the Switch version runs at 30 frames a second instead of 60. Which is in the first kind of, like, downgrade. Yeah. Uh, unless you're playing 1v1 fights... Which is like just the online, basically. If you're one v one me switch right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, which there are people that play the the game that way. I never found the play the PvP stuff like interesting in that game. Um, it was way more of a beat up the AI kind of game for me. And you're uninteresting. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. I'm just going to keep chucking in horrible, nasty things. <laughs> so mean. Um, the graphics taken a bit of a hit, but not a major one. Like, when you're playing this game docked, the only, like, major graphical difference that you can see, really, is um, that it doesn't have anti-aliasing, unlike the other ones, so it's a bit jaggy. Um, if you're playing it portably, the resolution obviously takes a bump down, and some everything looks a bit more jaggy as well. Okay. Um, but overall, it looks nice. Like the end missions in particular, like the hub world, maybe doesn't look super great, but it's also a massive area compared to the rest of the game. But like when you're actually in fights and doing missions and stuff like that, it looks good. Like they did. This is a really good port of that game. Uh, it is just that game. So if you have already played it before, you know. Maybe... Then you might not want. Is how much is it? Uh, that's a good question. Oh, is I it think for... it's full price? As oh no, don't do no, yeah, no, 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 no. You'd have to be real silly to buy it again if you already Ye bought it and played through it, and then buy it. You'd have to have again. far too much money to do that. Yeah, or at least far too little sense. Uh, yeah, I know. So I know someone with both. Mm, you seen Mike bought this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's buying everything else. Why not? I mean, yeah, he's buying everything else on Switch. Uh, I, don't a, I don't think there's a game sweep. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a good version, but maybe skip it. And like, but for me, the appeal was just like, it's a game that is inherently very replayable. Like, yeah, it's built in that way because you can replay missions to unlock more stuff and things like that. So it's inherently replayable. So building a new character and playing through it again, and being able to play it portably, is actually something that kind of made me think. All right, yeah, actually, I I want this. I don't need it, but you know. 
I will actually. Do you ever really game. need anything? I mean, when you get down to it, Paul, do you actually need video games? They're kind of a luxury. You know. I mean, you, you take know? that back. You take that back, Paul. You take that back. Paul, do you need video games? Do you even need the NFL? Yes, I do. I need my daily Madden fix, which I haven't actually played in the last week since PUBG came out. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Fake PUBG. Not actual PUBG. Not actual PUBG. Curtain PUBG. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Xenoverse 2 seems like a good version of that game. Uh, the drop from 60 to 30 frames per second kind of will take a bit to get used to if you played the game already, because it's yes, quite different. Yeah. Uh, okay. If not, then whatever. It's the fucking old games run at 30 frames per second on consoles at this point, so... You know, it is more of an outlier that on PS4 it ran a 60 rather than a standard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend it. That game's awesome. I've not tried the online much yet. Like, I've not played co-op with anyone or anything. Um, okay. So I don't I know mean, how well that works. How's the net code on Switch anyway? Uh, most games have been fine. Um, okay. Like, you know, me and Mike I have mean, played a lot of Splatoon 2. Yeah, I know you have. Splatoon, I also am pretty sure I need to check, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't use Nintendo's online app, which would mean that the only thing that continues to be that the only thing that uses that app is Splatoon 2. Yeah, I mean, their that would whole, make a lot of sense. Their whole online solution is bizarre. Yeah, well, it is Nintendo. Yeah, it's just like. A lot of stuff they do is bizarre. It's like they just make the worst decisions across the board. Um, but yeah, Xenoverse 2, very good. Uh, the only other Switch game I played was Picross. Okay. I should actually look up what this game's actually called, because it's not just Picross. It's called Picross S, which we've talked about Picross before, because me and Mike both played it. I can't remember, did you play any Picross? No. Uh, I'm pretty sure Mike played it at least. Picross is a like really simple puzzle game. Uh, it is a picture crossword. So you have like a grid, uh, like the second tier of them that I'm at just now is 10 by 10 grids. And along both the, you know, the X and the Y axis, there's a bunch of numbers that yep. basically say how many squares are filled in on that row or column. Okay. And they'll have multiple, so you might have like a one and then an eight. And so that means, you know, there's one block that's... Uh, filled in on that row and then there's eight more blocks yeah, no. filled in that row but they're not connected okay like there's a gap in between the one and the eight um and you have that across all of the all for every grid every uh, column and every row there is one of those so that you can kind of cross-reference them and for the easier ones to start with you know you'll have like two or three of them that are like oh ten of these are filled in and you know, okay, the entire row is filled in. And from there, you can figure out from the other ones because if another row has, you know, just one filled in, then that means you've also filled in that one because it's, you know, cross-reference with that. Uh, yep. Yeah, and it's just, you keep going from that and you build out and you build up and you make little kind of 8-bit images that, you know, transform into those little things when you finish the puzzle. And it's super simple. And Picross S is just more of those puzzles. doesn't really do anything new. doesn't do anything, like, super unique with it. Uh, yeah, it's just simple puzzles with a really nice kind of you know UI and atmosphere to it. Some nice music. It's really relaxed and you know calm. 
Um, yeah, I've I've looked up pictures of it. It doesn't seem like something that would interest me too much. Understandable. Uh, for me, it's like, to me, it's the equivalent of um, like I never understood people that do the crossword in a newspaper every day or every week or however. I don't. No one buys fucking newspapers anymore unless they're doing a crossword. Um, people just buy crossword books now, Kieran. I guess that's also true. Like whatever people that do and crosswords, I never understood that. People like, do crosswords and Sudoku. Yeah, and so that's also a good example because it on its face it looks more like Sudoku than it looks. It does. Like, that's what kind of doesn't it's, interest me. It's not. It's nothing like Sudoku. It's not. It's a lot simpler. Um, okay. I mean, Sudoku is also just counting. To be fair, but whatever. It's. Um, it's hard counting. Yeah, I don't find Sudoku enjoyable. Like no, it's fine, it's... but it's not really. That's. Are you hearing this, people? The, if you like Sudoku, you're wrong. That's not what I say. Uh, if you like Sudoku, though, uh, all of the hacking mini games in Mass Effect Andromeda were Sudoku, and that game's not very good. So, therefore, if you like it, you like Mass Effect, and therefore you're a bad person. I think that's a fair assumption to make. Yeah, perfectly fair assumption. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Picross is, is it's nothing. It's not doing anything special. It's just a really nice one of those games. Like, okay. It is your new crossword book for the month. Okay, okay. So, the last game you're going to talk about is actually one, since you posted some pictures of it, actually interests me. This is the one that made me most want to record a podcast this week, even though Mike was like, I can't record! I'm, doing... I'm getting old. And it's like, oh, I guess you are, Mike. Um, and yeah. you were like, I don't know if I can record, except on maybe on Thursday. And I was like, you know what, we need to record because we need to talk about Echo. And I was like, okay, well, I'll get on then. So, Echo is a dolphin. No, it's not. It's not that game. Um, oh, that would be such a good game. <laughs> can we re- can we someone can, remake Echo the Dolphin? We kickstart an Echo the Dolphin gritty remaster called The Echo the Dolphin. And he's actually just out to kill killer whales because they killed his family. I'm into that. That sounds good. Um, it's not that game, though. So Echo is a game from, it's a sci-fi game from Ultra Ultra, which is a game developer, uh, I think the founders of which are ex-IO developers. Yeah. Um, IO being the developers who made the Hitman series. Okay, this yeah. This definitely has some stuff in common with that. So it's a sci-fi game, it's a stealth game, where basically the premise is you, you're friend or you know, I guess friend uh, has died friend and your character is part of a cult who she escaped from the cult but this cult believes that if you take uh, if you put a person in this machine it will separate their body from their soul and okay. what, what you actually know is it turns them into a weird cube which is I don't know I guess that's your soul um but the whole thing they say is like uh, they believe in this palace that is hidden kind of somewhere out in space that the they have all these kind of you know myths and legends about. But basically, they, she believes that she can bring people back to life in that palace. So if she takes a cube with a friend in it, she has a kind of snarky AI that doesn't like her very much that's kind of talking over everything, and they head off into space. They land on this planet where they find the palace. Yep. They go in, put the cube in the machine, 
everything freaks the fuck out and then a bunch of clones of her start showing up nice and to start with they don't do anything but then they start attacking her if she gets too close then All right. they start learning to walk and then they start learning to run and then they start learning to patrol and they'll start walking back and forth and you know, set routes and stuff like that nice and nice the whole time this uh this palace that you're inside of uh is all brightly lit up and little kind of frosted silhouettes of you are occasionally showing up as you move around all right and then after a couple of minutes the lights go out and then everything goes pitch black for you know a couple of seconds and then the lights all come back up again and all of the the echoes of you all of the clones yes you know they basically reboot when the the lights go off and everything goes pitch black and comes back up so you see them like kneeling down and then standing back up again all right and what this is doing is it's resetting their ai so as you play through the game uh those frosted silhouettes are things that they are learning from you yes and then when the lights go off and while the lights are off they aren't learning anything from you they only learn when the lights are on so you have like a few seconds before every reset to do whatever the fuck you want without them learning. Okay. Um, but then it reboots and then they've learned from whatever you showed them to do last time. So for example, I was running around trying to sneak past enemies. Did you teach them how to tie the laces? I didn't. <laughs> I taught them I uh the areas and like I vaulted over a kind of low wall so that I could sneak up behind one and snap its neck. Okay. And then when everything rebooted, all the AI every time they encountered a low wall would vault over it. Fair enough. And it's weird because it just is. It quickly becomes this thing where, like, the most fun part about the Hitman games has always yeah. been manipulating the AI. Like, yes. They're yeah. always on this really set route, and you do something to break that route so that you can murder the guy you want to murder. Yep. And this feels like a very similar thing to me, where they're all on a set route, and then you want to teach them specific things to break that route, and break what they can and can't do. So, if you keep sneaking around, like you know, going into a crouch and you know, stealthing around, they will yep. learn that, and all the enemies will start crouching around and sneaking up behind you. So you maybe don't want that. So maybe, yeah, you maybe, maybe don't want to. You maybe don't want to teach them to sneak. Yeah, so it becomes this weird thing where it's like, okay, well, I need to sneak around, but whereas in most stealth games, you can just, without any punishment, go into go into your kind of crouch stealth walk and you know do that all the time. The punishment for it here is that if you keep doing it, they're going to do it as well. So you want to just yeah. do it when you need to to try and reduce the chances of them learning from it. Okay. Um, and the same thing for like if you sneak up behind enemies and you know snap their neck, they will learn to do that. <laughs> You'll be walking they'll, around. They'll... And someone will sneak up behind you and snap your neck. Ah, uh, yeah. No, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Exactly, but you need to do it because you need to progress. Like you're going to teach them to do things that you don't want them to do because that's how it works. Yeah. Um, one of the other examples is by default they won't walk in water. Like they're just they naturally don't want to go into water. Yeah. And some of the areas have kind of like ponds and stuff like that in them. Yeah. But if you start walking through water, then they will lose their fear of water and they'll start chasing you through water. Ah, so you only want to walk through the water when no one's watching. 
Ex well, exactly. So either you wait till the lights go out, because, again, it's not recording you when you do that. Or yeah. you maybe spend two minutes. It's the thing I found out I've done sometimes is because you know that it's going to reset and the AI only remembers what you've done from the last reset, you can spend yeah. like one of those kind of entire resets doing nothing. It seems like you have to do something or else it just doesn't trigger. But yeah. you know, you could do something silly, like uh, you can eat grapes, which for you increases your stamina so that you can sprint more. But for them, doesn't do anything. So you can ah, eat grapes or you could walk them to eat grapes. Ah, yeah, okay, that works. Yeah, so you could do that, and then when it resets, they'll have forgotten how to walk through water. But man, they will love grapes, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of they weird. will love them, love them some grapes. Exactly. Uh, one of the funnier and kind of cooler things that I realized you can do is um, there's collectibles in the game, which are these kind of um, uh, tuning forks. Yes. You go up and hit, and they have like some kind of encrypted data in them, and if you get all of them, it just gives you a little thing at the end of the mission. And you don't need to find them yourself. Because if you hit a tuning fork, you're going to train them to hit tuning forks. Ah. And then all of your AI will be wandering around patrolling, trying to kill you, but if they see a tuning fork, they're also going to hit it. So they find them for you. Exactly, which is a, a really neat little thing that I quite like. That is a really, yeah. Um, this whole game feels like it is probably more neat little things than actually like a full a game. A whole solid game, yeah. yeah. Like it feels almost like kind of like a tech demo-y kind of playground-y thing. They do a good job, like the graphics are really nice, the story seems really good, the voice acting is really good, um, the main woman that does the voice of the main character is, I believe she is or was in Game of Thrones at one point. Um, okay. What's so, the name? Uh, that's a good question, I don't know. Just Google Echo uh main character game of thrones <laughs> probably come up um her character is called n just en and uh echo all right okay um yeah it's it's one of those things where it feels like a really good concept and it's fun uh, a lot of the environments seem the same so far or like not in terms of level design but in terms of like aesthetic they all look really similar it all feels a bit samey um, and I don't know how much more fleshed out it's going to get so far like they've added a couple little things here and there like uh, weapons you can pick up and stuff like that but it so far feels like maybe they've shown most of what the game is already and it's just going to give me different levels to play through but I kind of know all the tricks now yeah so yeah. like it's kind of it's weird because I initially considered this a horror game because it's kind of creepy and scary to start with. Yes. These, these things are basically zombies that are learning from you. And yeah. it's a cool concept and it is kind of scary to have one of these clones of you sneak up behind you and snap your neck when you're not paying attention. But the more you learn the tricks, the more you realise that they're not going to do that because I didn't teach them to. Or they're not going to do that because I waited till lights went out and wasn't being recorded anymore and then killed all of them or yeah. something like that. Uh, another thing is you have a gun so if you start shooting enemies then they will just become trigger happy fucking maniacs and will start shooting the fuck out of you if they see you uh, ah so can I you just... teach them to shoot each other though no you can't at least I don't ah. think you can I, I, maybe you can 
Uh, it seems like you, you don't have much control over what they learn. How about... See, there'd be a really... And this is going to sound terrible. There'd be a really cool factor of if you could turn the gun on yourself and shoot yourself. <laughs> but then they'd also die. <laughs> yeah, no, then you would die, but it would reset. You don't get revived when it resets just then. Ah, see, you know, no, 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 I can't have that. Yeah. You need to get revived, and then you turn the gun on yourself, kill yourself, just... and then they all just shoot themselves when your next round starts. That would be pretty funny if you could turn the gun on yourself, and then even though you're dead, just like it shows you all of the AI shooting themselves. Yes, that would be funny. But also really bad because suicide's not funny exactly um it's a fun game i recommend people try it out if you're like if you like stealthy if you like hitman in particular because it does feel very similar in a lot of ways um I'm, it might be worth me checking out hmm? maybe worth me checking out it might be worth me checking out because i enjoy hitman so yeah definitely i i really enjoy it you do kind of learn the tricks pretty quickly so i i think it's still worth playing just because the story seems really interesting though like, they do a really good job of world building just through the conversations the main character has with her, like, uh, AI. Um, it has a really bad intro, though, I'd say. Like, it's yeah. good from a, like, story and world building, but there's, like, literally an hour at the start of this game that's just a walking simulator. Like, before it even kind of actually introduces the the stealth parts of the gameplay. It's just... Nothing wrong with walking simulators. That's the thing. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it because I liked the story and it was interesting to me, and I... You know, I would maybe even play through like a separate mode of this if it was just the story stuff as well as the AI stuff. Like, if it was just a walking sim, you'd play it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's weird. It's a weird thing where I'm enjoying the story stuff, I'm enjoying the stealth stuff, but I kind of want to just go through all the story stuff and then play the. You know, I'm in a rush to get through the story stuff because it's super interesting. I'm not in a rush to play the stealth stuff because it's fun. It's not... but I like playing an episode, uh, like a level here, here and there at a time. Not. The whole thing yeah. all at once. Yeah. It's not a game that I'm going to marathon through. Yes. Um, which is kind of a shame. Not really. Whatever. It's got a good story, a nice world. Um, it's and you're you know, enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I hope that it sells well and they do a sequel because this this is one of those games that feels like if they took a second stab at this and like they have the core mechanics there now, so they can just add some new stuff to on top of that and then focus more on building bigger more varied levels I think that they could have like a really fucking cool franchise basically um, but then again I've not finished the game maybe the game ends with like everyone dying and the cloning technology gets shut down and that's it and it's like we can never make a sequel to this that could happen I don't know why not that wouldn't be a good use of I mean whatever I like what they've created I like self-contained stories from a storytelling standpoint, be good. Not enough. Not enough stories, especially in video games, are willing to just end. They always have to have like, you know. Oh no! You need to leave it open for a sequel because exactly. if it's a really good, then you've got to cash in on that cash cow. Exactly. You have to have like that one unfinished thread to be like, yeah, yeah. Nathan Drake's not dead. He just retired. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, you're you're fucking going to make an Uncharted Five, probably. Maybe not next year. Maybe not the year after. But at some point. Do you know what? Screw Nathan Drake. Let's get one where his daughter's the main character. Spoilers for Uncharted 4. He has a daughter. Uh, yeah, I would also... That's... I'm pretty sure it's not spoilers at this stage, and if you've not played Uncharted 4 and you heard that, and it is a spoiler, then... Oh, so you play Crash Bandicoot in that game. Yeah, you, you play a lot of Crash Bandicoot in that game. Yeah, you... Crash Bandicoot in that game. 
Yeah, you don't actually play as Nathan Drake, you play as Crash Bandicoot. Nathan doing Nathan Drake's job. Nathan off and goes, I'm Crash Bandicoot, motherfucker. And you're like, that's Crash Bandicoot's catchphrase, I remember that. Pretty sure his catchphrase is not, I'm Crash Bandicoot, motherfucker. <laughs> Pretty sure it is. I think you're, uh, I think you're mistaken, Paul. And with that, let's move on. Sure. Echo seems cool. Let's move on before Kieran comes up with um, some more inappropriate catchphrases for beloved video game characters. Fuck you, Spyro. That's Crash Bandicoot's new catchphrase. Oh, Why? Because because Spyro basically is where this Skylanders came from and fuck Skylanders. Crash Bandicoot was in Skylanders. Oh, for fuck's sake. Activision owns both of those now. Ugh. Let's call them by their real name. Act as Satan. I mean, they've kind of went relatively quiet over the last few years. They've not been super evil. They've just been, I don't know, we'll turn out a game here and there. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. They're not being actively evil. Like, 2K are kind of that at the moment. And Warner Brothers. 2K are kind of that at the moment. Yeah, but they make really good sports games. Yeah, but then they fill them through full of microtransactions. Like, that new NBA 2K game is apparently near fucking unplayable unless you pay money ah that's not good um yeah and warner bros is the same warner bros tried to charge money for fucking charity dlc yeah the money yeah. of which like some of it would have went to the family it's like so you try profit off of someone oh, whatever fine whatever yeah they, they went back on it so they, they did their mistake, so. and everyone that's bought that's now getting a refund yeah which is fair and they're just going to donate a bunch of money to you know his family, family which is what they should yeah. have done in the first place yeah they should have um, been like here like, there's a bunch of money like if they could have if they went through the full thing and guaranteed that if you buy this dlc the money you know ex excluding you know like steam's cut or psn's cut or whatever because they have to take a cut because it's their store but excluding that cut if they said you know no matter where you're from when you buy this dlc the money that we would have taken goes to charity yeah that's that's something that's all they had to do and instead they were like if you're in north america except for these three states and you pay money it'll definitely go to them and they came out and claimed that really they were just kind of trying to like bend the law basically and be like you know there's a bunch of charity laws we have to go through if we specifically say this is going to charity but we're totally going to do it though behind the scenes be a bit dodgy about it like i get why but i i mean yeah yeah. Is yeah from from a you know from a customer perspective perspective it, it sounds like, as hell. exactly it looked like they were charging money that was not getting donated to charity except in some you know small amount of places and as a result they were profiting off of someone's death which is fucked up and maybe it's not what they intended from the sounds of it but it's kind of what it looked like that is really what it looked like exactly. Anyway, should we move on to the news? Yes, we should. Alright, good. I've only got a couple of things here. Um, the first one is the new Atari box. You look it to is an absolute new... fortune. You look forward to Atari's new games console? Let me see, let me see, let me see. No. It runs on Linux. Yeah, it's let me see. No. It's just a Linux PC. 
It's going to have an AMD processor and a Radeon graphics card in it. Let me see, let me see. No. Um, you could probably put Steam on it. Um, nah. It looks really pretty. Like, the hardware looks really nice, but... It's, it's also a small fortune. Yeah, it's $250 for the cheap one, $300 for the regular kind of wood panel one, I think. Which is the one you want, because it's super pretty. Um, yeah, it's... I don't understand who this is for. It comes pre-installed with a bunch of Atari games, and then other games will come out on it. Presumably, you know, some Steam games. And also, it will, you know, they said it's just a Linux PC, so you'll be able to run Steam on it. It's weird. It's a weird choice. It's really expensive for what it is. Um, I get... Well, from, from one standpoint, it's really expensive for what it is because it's a fucking games console that plays Atari games. Yeah. On the other hand, it's actually quite cheap for what it is because it's a Steam box. True. And it's not that expensive for Steambox, but also don't they haven't actually said what the specs are, so given it's made to run Atari games. We're gonna well, say not very high. Exactly, yeah. Um strange. So that's the thing. They're gonna pre do open pre orders through Indiegogo some point soon. I don't I don't know. It would have been nice to have Mike on this podcast because he's closer to, you know, being of... Yeah, to, you know, to being be of the generation that would remember Atari being a console, uh, you know, like a company, and not just... Yeah, we're not we're not tooting our own horn saying we're young here, but we're no, young. No, no, but also in our entire life... In our entire lifetime, Atari has literally just existed as a logo that gets sold to the places. It's literally a logo on a t-shirt. Yeah, well, I... I literally have a hoodie that has an Atari logo on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, they don't really... They occasionally make games, but not really. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, PlayerUnknown's Battleground developer slams Fortnite for replicating its gameplay and threatens lawsuit. Yeah, we vaguely touched on this. Yeah. So they basically said it's kind of fucked up that Epic copied their game. Uh, the reason that it is pretty fucked up is that they've been working pretty closely with Epic because they're using Epic's game engine so it's kind of fucked up to be like hey we're using your stuff to make our game we're going to work close with you so that we can you know you can help make us our game out how to make our game yeah and then you also went and made our game hmm. yeah I don't know what side of this I'm sitting on I, I really don't yeah. I think it's pretty messed up but I also think that the licensing and uh, like support department of Epic for the Unreal Engine is yeah. probably very separate from the Fortnite developer. It would even oh me, yeah, like, I mean, it would not shock me if they were even like in a different you know studio, like a different uh, office. Probably. You know, probably in a different city somewhere. Right? That wouldn't show. I mean, we don't know that for sure. Maybe they might. No, we don't. Fucking, We're just speculating. They might literally sit next to each other. They might be like the head of the support division and the head of you know Fortnite might literally sit at the same desk for all we know. But yeah, you know, it wouldn't shock me given like you know experience with tech companies stuff like that if they were pretty separated. 
And so, like, they probably saw, hey, man, this, this, this PUBG's doing pretty well. We should maybe do something similar. Yeah, and try and boost the kind of uptake of our own game. Um, and not actually kind of considered, you know, or seen any of the code changes or the support stuff that, you know, they had, you know, that Bluehole had went through. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, I think it's a weird, complicated thing that I bet, like, nothing will come out of it. Uh, Fortnite seems like it's doing well. They don't have anything in Fortnite like Fortnite Battle Royale to make money yet from what I can see like it doesn't seem like you can buy anything except for you know Fortnite yeah I mean they've actually said they're coming out with uh, customizable options in the next update yeah, they're also yeah, adding sense. they're also adding vehicles so they're probably really? gonna make their yeah they're probably gonna make their money on I don't, outfits or you know yeah, yeah, definitely. something they'll, they'll, like that though I bet they do the same thing as what as what uh battlegrounds is doing and they sell uh crates like random chance blind boxes like overwatch and stuff because that's how you make money in video games these days apparently yeah because we're all stupid yep i definitely didn't buy any ingrams in disney 2 oh yeah totally not oh man disney 2 i didn't talk about that because it's more destiny but i finished disney 2 Oh, nice, nice. Is there really a? Is there really? A, is there just a kind of base storyline you finished? Well, yeah, I finished the base storyline, and I did a bunch of the side stuff to the point where I now have, uh, like a light level of. It's not called light level; it's a power level now of two thirty, um, which means I can do the nightfall raid and uh, not raids, the nightfall strikes. Yeah. Which will be fun. I enjoy that game. They improved a lot of stuff over the first game. They should do a Battlegrounds Battle Royale mode for that. Yeah, that would be fun. I'd be in. I'd, I'd actually probably get and buy Destiny for that. You should buy Destiny anyway, because it's good. Nah. You played the first one, yeah? We played the first one. I loved, I loved yeah, the first one. I fucking was watching a video of me throwing your character off of the moon literally like the other day. Yeah, yeah. Um, We played that together. Um, my memory's not too good. It's late at night. Uh, that's the only news I've got open. Um, there was some oh, is that stuff. all the news? There was some other stuff, but nothing super gripping. Like, I'll get my Narcrook once over. But, uh, like, Dead Rising 4 is getting an update. There's a new trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2. There is. That came out today, and it looks really good. It looks really good. I was not super excited for that game. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> you know that I like Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. You know, me and you sat and played a bunch of it. I, like, the first time I played Red Dead Redemption was at yours. And yes. You saw me running around, lassoing people while on my horse and dragging them around because it was fun. Yep. Um, I did that a lot, starting random fights in different towns and then running away. Basically, um, we want some more Grand Theft horse. Yeah, like I, I'm not super excited for that game, or wasn't at least. But that trailer actually got me a lot more interested. It's just it's a really good trailer. Um, yeah. The fucking end bit where it's just like. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what he says. He's like, "You stand by me." Oh, was Dutch? It's like, oh god, it's Dutch again, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> apparently it's going to be a prequel to yeah. the last one. So you don't play as Marston, though. but Marston was in the trailer, I think. I forgot. Already. I think he was. I think he was. Yeah. It seems cool. 
It does. I'm very interested, and I was interested anyway because I loved the first one. So. Yeah, I really liked the first one, but I, like, I don't think I liked it as much as everyone else seemed to. I thought it was a really good Grand Theft Auto game, but I didn't yeah. think it was like. Yeah, I saw people say like, "Oh, that was the best game of the entirety of the last console generation." I'm like, "What? Did you just skip every other game? Like, what the fuck?" Oh, it was up there. It was. It was a good game. I'd I'd probably put it up in maybe the top ten. But like, did you play The Last of Us? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, did you play? Uh, Burnout Paradise was absolutely dog shit. What the fuck's wrong with you? What's wrong with that? I'm in this podcast now. What the fuck? One of the best goddamn games ever made. Uh, Racing games died when Need for Speed Underground 2 came out, and that was it. What, what, that was the last good the, racing game. One of the worst Need for Speed Whatever. Anyway, let's move on. The only <laughs> good Need for Speed games are the two Underground ones. The rest of them are all crap. You're a bad human. The best Need for Speed game was uh, the second Hot Pursuit game made oh, by Criterion because it was basically no. a Burnout game and the Burnout series is way better than Need for Speed. No. No. <laughs> Anyone who enjoys Cars says the best Need for Speed games are the two underground ones and that's it. Bad people that have fucking nostalgia. Um, Let's relive the first couple of Fast and the Furious just for the rest of our lives, please. Man, I've watched all those movies recently and the first few are the weakest of those movies. <laughs> Except for the third one, which is the best in the series. No. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift's pretty good. That, uh, is, that is the most Need for Speed Underground of the entire series. I'm surprised. My favourite is two. What? That is literally the worst. What is wrong with you? Paul, what is wrong with you? You're purposely picking the worst things in series. Most people I know who enjoy Fast and the Furious all think two was the best. They're crazy. That's the one that didn't even have Vin Diesel in it. Either one or two is the best from anyone who's a fan of those movies. I can hear people say one. But even then, that game, that movie's not aged super well. Everything after five is when they get. Like, See, you were you were movies. you have no nostalgia here because you were never in at the super modified car scene. Uh, I have some nostalgia for the first movie, but that's that's the only reason the first movie is actually watchable at all anymore is nostalgia. Because again, I watched through all of those recently, and I remember thinking that two was a bad movie at the time. Like not even like, you know hey, this is a movie that has aged poorly like the first one. Just Best like a, one of the lot. Just like a, it's a bad... <laughs> uh, you're a bad person. Um, I'm the best kind of people. The fourth one's not very good either. The rest of that series is pretty good. Everything After 5 is... I went to the cinema and saw 8. Yeah, but The Rock's in it and The Rock's really good. Yeah, and Everything After 5. He was introduced in 5. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those movies became superhero movies at a point. Yeah, they did. Like, I think it's six literally ends with... Or seven ends with Jason Statham and Vin Diesel hitting each other with tire irons. And just, like, standing there, just like, oh, man. They, they should both be dead. True, Vin true. Vin Diesel drives off a cliff, and then he just gets out of his car, and he's like, I'm fine. Do you, know what else the Rock, do you know what else The Rock's really good in? That's actually a pretty good film. Baywatch. <laughs> I've not seen Baywatch. But um, let's talk about video games. Alright, okay, let's talk about new releases. 
New releases! Is that the new releases theme song? I, I, I did it last time, so new why not? Releases. Uh, this is for new releases. Oh, well, I've got them here. Actually, I didn't actually check if you had. You have them? No, open? I, All right, I'll I, I do not have them open. <laughs> I'll go through them. Um, new releases for the week ending October 6th. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, so I'll skip all the ones coming out this week. So, Battle Chasers Night War comes out October 3rd. Okay. That's, uh, I keep seeing that name around, but I've never actually bothered to look at what that game is. Because the few little bits of art I've seen have looked so generic that I've not even... Yeah, they don't look like great games. No. Uh, Forza Motorsport 7 comes out October 3rd as well. For PC and Xbox is good. Forza is good. Oh, I played the demo of that. I never talked about that. You did not? Uh, it's more Forza. It's really pretty. <laughs> it's more Forza. Forza's good. Yeah, that, that's literally all there is. Now, like, I played the demo. The PC version seems good. I don't know, I ran at 60 frames a second, all the stuff set on uh, the highest settings on my PC. My PC's good, but it probably shouldn't have ran a brand new release that well, so it's well optimised. Nice, nice. They always do a good job with Forza's. Uh, uh, on PC, Horizon was a bit of a shit show. Uh, at launch, Diff- at least. They different developer. Uh, true, that's true, I guess, yeah. Um... The Hunter. I can read this properly. The Hunter, Call of the Will. Okay, sure. It's, it's not Call of the Wild. Is this his will? Okay, I'm going to say fair it's enough. Call of the Wild, but it's just spelt wrong on here. Because that looks right. That uh, sounds right, but let's. I'll, you no, continue I looked, talking. I looked, I looked up. It is Call of the Wild. It's just spelt wrong okay. on here. Um, that comes out for PS4 and Xbox One. If you're into hunting games. Is that like is that like the Caleba games? I think it's supposed to be more simulationy than those, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's out on PC already. I think I remember looking at. That's by a weird developer. That's by like the Just Cause developers. I'm pretty sure. It's published by Avalanche Studios and it's created by Expansive Worlds. Ah, uh, okay. So it's published by the Just Cause developers. Bizarre. Um, what else we yeah. got here? Coldacept Revolt. Which is coming to 3DS by NAS America. That's uh, like a weird card game spin-off of the Cultcept series. Yep. Um, which I forget what the Cultcept series is. Is that the ones where you're making like traps? I don't know. Oh no, wait, maybe it, no, wait, it's just a turn-based thing. It's not a spin-off. They're all like that. Oops. Again, Oopsies. Um, we have never played any of those games. Fair enough. Uh, one that I'm interested in, Layton's Mystery Journey, Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy, comes out October 6th for 3DS. Nice, I nice. it's already out for Android and iOS. Yes, it is. Um, that is the game that was formerly known as Lady Layton. It's about Professor Layton's daughter getting into the, you know, the puzzle-solving business. Like her dad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It looks really good. I really like those games. Uh, Lego Ninjago, 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 Nin- Ninjago, Ninjago. Yes. Uh, movie video game. They made a movie based on. That? Oh, yep. There's a Lego Ninjago movie coming out. Oh god. I don't make movies of anything these days. Uh, that's come PS4, Xbox One, Switch. It's a movie tie-in, so you know it's good. Um. It's a Lego game, so you know. it's Well, good. that's actually yeah. To be fair, it's a Lego game, so it probably is actually alright. Um, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga and Bowser's Minions for 3DS comes out October 6th as well. Nice, nice. Stuff coming out, Jesus Christ. 
Um, that's a remake of Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which is a very, very good uh, RPG. Nice. Radial G Racing Evolved is coming to PS4 and also PlayStation VR. Okay. That's, um, I thought we talked about this one last week, actually. I haven't heard of it, so. It's uh, like a, it's a racing game where you're like on the outside of a tube, like a cylinder. We definitely talked about this one last week. Okay. Did we go further than we were meant to last time? Who knows? Uh, anyway, Raiden, or maybe go push back. Uh, Raiden V Director's Cut, coming to PS4 as well. That's one of the Raiden games. They're uh, shmups. Okay. Shmups. 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 I'm not a big fan of shmups, so I've not played them. Yeah, so a bunch of stuff. It's a busy week. It is indeed. And there's a shitload more stuff coming out the week after. And then forever. And then we're in October, and guess what comes out in October? Mario. I'm really excited for Mario. Although, also, shitloads of other stuff comes out. I'm just scrolling through October here, and it's like... Oh, yeah. October's to... October's going to be a, a bad month for the wallet. The only month that doesn't have a lot of stuff listed just now on here is December, but I think a few things will probably come out then as well. But, like, October and November are just packed. Like, this is... Oh, jam-packed. This is one of the busiest video game years ever. And last year was fairly busy. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, last year was fairly busy, but there was nothing, like, big that really stood out. Like, we got to Game of Year at the end of last year, and we were just like, eh, was a, was a, games came out, I guess. There was a lot of oh shit that came out this year's last year. Yeah, but even then, none of those were, like, really big standouts. Like, remember, we ended up putting a bunch of, like, indie titles in our Game of the Year. Yeah, we did. Uncharted 4 won our Game of the Year. None of us felt super strongly about it. It was just like that was the best game that came out, but mm. very true. This year is going to be a fucking bloodbath. Oh yeah, because yeah. get 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 the pistols out. It's handbags are done. Because from the sounds of it, Mike's going to come out. He's going to get his switch out and bash both our heads and go Splatoon 2's game of the year and joy and then walk out. Yeah, could be a really it. quick game of the year this year. Exactly, <laughs> it seems to be going at least. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's all the releases for next week, and releases for Game of the Year, which are our brains apparently. <laughs> yeah, could be released from our skulls. <laughs> could be released from our skulls all over the floor. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, is that us for this week? I think that's us. It's a relatively short one this week. It is. It's only two of us, and I didn't play much. I was unfortunately away in London on the holly bogs. That's fair. I. I played a bunch of Switch stuff. I bought more I was games than I played as always. I was going to take my Switch with me to London, but I ended up not because we were staying in a hostel and I was worried about its security. That's right. I mean, that's why you also take gun with you. Nah, hostel's pretty nice. <laughs> Alright. Is that us? That is us. If you want to get us on Facebook, where can they find us, Karen? Glitch Free Gaming on Facebook. Just search it. You'll find us. Exactly. Where can they find us on Twitter? Uh, Glitch Free Game. Boom, correct. And of course, you can get in contact with us with podcast at glitchfreegaming.com. Yay. You remembered it this time. Yes, I did. Or glitchfreepodcast at gmail. Oh, yeah, or, or the old <laughs> one, which, is, which we still check, which is glitchfreepodcast.gmail.com. Uh, yeah. uh, and also take a look at the website, glitchfreegaming.com, and the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash. You do just slash 
Try slash Glitch Free Gaming, and they might get you a 404. Just search for Glitch Free Gaming. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually quite a few reviews went up on that in the last week. Mike has actually had two up. One for Conga Master on the Switch, and one for WRC on the PS4, I think. Yes. And we're trying to do a bit more video content as well, so Mike did a comparison between Dart 4 and WRC 7. Yep. Um, I put up a, I talked about it last week, but I put up a list of four Switch games that you may have missed. Yes. Videos up on YouTube. I'm going to start work on another one of those, um, which is probably going to be uh, the best platformers on the Switch just now, because there's a lot of them, so, you know. Cool. Well and there's also a review for Cosmic Kitties on the PC, or Cosmic Kites. Why did I say Cosmic Kitties? I'll try to play that. Co yeah, Cosmic Kitties I am totally down for. Let's yeah, let's yeah. get that done. That sounds like a Kickstarter. There must already be a card game called that. Yeah, let's... Hang on, where's Cosmic Kitties? Someone Google it quickly. Yeah. Yeah, and while so... Kieran's doing that, I'm going to say goodbye and run away from him. There's also a Rabu Rabu review. Nathan wrote that a wee bit ago. I think yes. wrote an East review. That might be up there as well. So, yep, there's new content coming out almost daily on the site. Please do go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, goodbye. Alright, now let's really get down to Fast and Furious talk. Look, 2 is the best one. 2 Fast, 2 Furious is the best. It's the best Then name. it's 1. I'll give you that. Then it's 1. Then it's Tokyo Drift. Then it's four. No. And then they start going downhill after that because they're less about the cars. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I can't follow you then, this road, Paul.